The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Good Sunday morning and welcome to Your Life, Your Money. I am Chris Creston. I'm joined as always by Kelvin the Money Guy. Who is Kelvin the Money Guy? He's just one of the nicest guys in the world and also one of the top financial advisors in the country. And he's a great guy to have on your side and on your radio every Sunday morning. So we thank him so much for making us part of his Sunday and we thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday. You can always visit Kelvin's website. It's askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. You can give him a call on the phone too at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And on this show, we talk about, hey, your life and your money and where those two things meet. And uh, oftentimes it's uh, the plans that you have versus the money that you have saved or the money that you have saved and uh, how that affects the plans that you have and how to make sure that you're not stressed about it, not worried about it, especially in uncertain times. And uh, it kind of feels a little uncertain these days. And uh, it's great to have someone like Kelvin, the money guy, on the radio with us here today to help us navigate through some of those uncertain times. Kelvin, how are you doing today? How's uh, how's uh, this Sunday treating you? I am doing well. How are you keeping? Good. Can't complain. Doing all right. You know, we're into September now and uh, seeing uh, what what. Feels like an odd start to the month it, yeah. with uh, with some warm weather now getting a little bit uh, cooler and uh, uh, trying to roll with those punches. <laughs> yeah, and I guess back to school started. Everything is normalizing itself again. Eh? Exactly. Yeah, getting back to normal. People can get back to their schedule. How yeah. chaotic that that can be. Uh, football mm-hmm. has started, which is always yes. uh, an exciting <laughs> time of year and uh, being a uh, Sunday. That is always a uh, on your mind yeah. if you're looking yes. out for your favorite team you can dig out your uh your hats and jackets and jerseys or whatever it happens to be and uh <laughs> and throws throw those on until uh until january february yeah no it's an exciting time for sports for everything actually it's a new refresh new mm-hmm. rebirth right so september sometimes feels like new year's right we've got a we get the first day of school after labor day and yeah, things start yeah. rolling on anew yeah so maybe we'll start off with the markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's really funny when, you, when you're in this business, as long as I've been, there's certain trends and certain things that you see over time. And when I first started, I didn't really think so. The older guys used to tell us, you know, you're going to see certain trends and it's not a science what we do, but there's certain things that happen. So if I was to ask you, Chris, what do you think the worst month in the stock markets are? You pick Ooh. one month. I don't know why I would think it would be some kind of winter month, like January, February kind of time when maybe you know people aren't spending as much money and they're hunkered inside their homes and they're not doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Most people think it's October because in 1987, we had that big market crash down. Right. And that sticks in everybody's mind. So, so really the, 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 you know, the markets in September, they call it the September blues. And it's almost nearly over. 
um, stocks from from the September to go forward could earn an extra five six percent. So so far, September is living up to its reputation as the worst month in the stock market. So people think it's October is really September. Interesting. But yes, but the worst of the pain might have already passed. You know, the S and P, which me- which are true measure of the economy, is down one point one percent through the first week of this month already, right? And as of Thursday, closed the Dow Jones was lost about 0.7%. The NASDAQ was off about 1.6%. So the ninth month of, of the year is historically the worst for stocks. And that's according to the Dow Jones market data. The And the S&P average have declined 1.1% since September 1928. So everything seems to hold true for what we think about what stocks are about. So people that like to time the market and do things like that, don't don't be doing that. We'll touch on that a bit in, later on in the show. Um, so, yeah, so things are pulling up. Things seem to be normalizing itself in the stock markets as well. So, yeah, I think we'll be okay. Right? That's interesting. And we got uh, news earlier this week or late last week. I can't remember exactly what it was that the Canadian economy had uh, contracted a little bit, uh, yeah. And I know yeah. you know the economy is separate from the stock market a little bit, but the uh, stock market has a way of predicting the economy. Yeah, and that brings us to our topic about you know will inflation. I mean, the whole talk about inflation has been going on since when? Probably April, maybe something mm-hmm. like that. Right? Going back oh, to yeah. last year when they started uh, uh, increasing those interest rates in order to try to combat it. Mm-hmm. So the big question, I guess, for people is. You know, will inflation impact my retirement, right? And remember, there's more older Canadians today than our younger ones, right? So it has a huge impact on what's going to happen. When I look back to uh, 19, I went back to 1970, right? And what cost us a 25 cents in 19, or I should say $25 in 1970, you have to have $197 today to buy that same whatever you were buying. Wow. So think about that, you know? Wow. Yeah, exactly. So so for example, so the example is in 1976, a microwave costs, how much do you think? Oh, I don't even want to know. <laughs> yeah, microwave costs $580. And this is from a Sears catalog. I don't know if you know what that is. I remember my Sears catalog. Yeah, we, we had a Sears wish book or something like that that would come around the house. Yeah, yeah. And the average, uh, the average hourly wage was five dollars and thirty cents back then, right? Nineteen seventy six. So if you if you take if you've taken the average Canadian, you know, if you've taken the average Canadian one hundred and nine hours to afford that microwave. So fast forward to twenty five years later, twenty eleven. A much better microwave because of you know technology and so on uh sold in the sears catalog for 229 dollars of course i think that's when they got rid of the sears catalog because i looked for it after and i couldn't find right. it. right it's gone so, <laughs> along with sears so average, uh, yeah <laughs> and so is sears by the way yeah. Yeah. so so when you look at uh hourly wage in 2011 it was 23 dollars and 30 cents so that took 10 hours of work to buy that microwave funny eh? we don't That's think about things like that but inflation does impact mm-hmm. our retirement it's huge yeah um, a, yeah a television in 1976 cost 113 dollars 113 hours of work 
And in 2011, it was just 12 hours to buy that to buy the same TV. A clock radio, I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how young you think I am. <laughs> I appreciate it. I guess it says something about my my youthful looks, but uh <laughs> So it costs five hours of work to buy a clock radio. And in 2011, it was less than an hour of work. So that really, really impacts on what we do. So people listening really have to sit back and think about that for a minute. It's interesting they- to look at things in hours as opposed to dollars. So if you were work hmm. the average yeah. salary or average wage and yeah. figure out what the amount of time that you worked in order to earn that thing is mm-hmm. it it's it, it reflects how things have changed but also reflects how you spend as well right exactly you know so so due to the compounding nature of inflation you know age plays a crucial role in how in how much retirement costs will impact your retirement savings so retirees are less likely to feel the bite people that are already retired Right, they're less like they feel the, the bite. Uh, you know, they have a holistic, adaptive financial plan that com- that compares future expenses to how much income their portfolio is going to generate. You know, CPP and their RSPs or RIFs, so that what all that stuff that they did when they were younger, how they prepared for retirement. Right. So, um, you know, in an ideal scenario, your portfolios appreciation should be prepared to outpace inflation and you know withdrawals should be minimized to about five to six percent anything beyond that means that you're you're likely spending some of your investment capital so what does all that mean all that means is if 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 i bought a gic and the gic is paying me four percent and inflation is four percent well am i really making any money the answer is no no now, this, this year was the very first year in a long time where GICs outpaced the stock markets. So if you locked in your money this year, you're lucky. Um, but then what happens when it unlocks itself? What do you do? Right? So when, remember that what I said about $25 in 1970, and today it's $196.81? Well, after you take inflation or, in, in, you know, put inflation in the equation, it represents about a 3.9% inflation. And really, that's where inflation should be in Canada over all those years. So you're looking about 35 to 4%. So your money that you plan for retirement need to outpace that. So you really need people that are retired really need to sit and look at that, see where they are in the scope of things. Interesting. But what about you know, but what about those individuals or people that are approaching retirement or more importantly just started their careers? Mm-hmm. What do they do? Right? I think that that's a really interesting question. I think is you know, for those who are just starting their careers, you know, retirement mm-hmm. is so far on the horizon that they might not be thinking about it yet. But on the other hand, those who are approaching retirement with inflation, you know, roiling right now or has calmed down since uh, the peaks that we were experiencing, right. it might right. make you stop and think, well, do I need to work a few more years? Or, you know, going back to those people who just started those careers, will I ever retire? 
So how inflation is going to affect your retirement, whether you're those people who have just started their careers or you're someone who is approaching retirement soon, that is what we'll be continuing to talk about here on Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy, as the show continues. You can visit Kelvin's website. It's askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. And you can give him a call on the phone at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. A whole lot more with Kelvin, the money guy, talking about how inflation is going to affect your retirement as the show continues here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And welcome to Your Life, Your Money here with Kelvin, the money guy. I am Chris Creston and I'm joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. You can visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Or you can give him a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And we're talking today about how inflation is affecting your retirement, whether it's something that's way off on the horizon or it's something that's approaching quickly or it's something that's happening right now. Maybe you are retired. Uh, we'll be digging into all of that as this show continues. Now, Kelvin, before we took a quick commercial break, we were talking about two people, two groups of people, those who have just started their careers and those who are quickly approaching retirement and how do those two experiences differ when it comes to planning for inflation? Yeah, so the big thing there is time, right? So, And it's funny, time acts as a double-edged sword, meaning the further out you're away from retirement, you just started, um, and the, the more room you're forced to give to inflation. And, you know, so what happens is you have to push the, the goalposts back. On the other hand, um, it provides more opportunity to prepare yourself accordingly. So the people that are approaching retirement or just starting their careers should have a look backwards over the last, say, you know, 15 to 20 years and see what happened. See what happened with house prices. See what happened with inflation. How did the dollar react? What happened? Because that is going to dictate or give you some indication of where you're heading to in the future. Like I said in the beginning of the show, it's not a science. What we do is not a science, but there's certain trends that you might want to follow. And there's no get-rich-quick scheme here. It's all about sitting down with someone, a financial advisor, and having a plan on how to get there, right? You know, what I find over a little while now is that investors, especially when markets are bouncing up and down with inflation going up and down and interest rates and nobody knows, so, so investors, uh, what I find, will often try to predict market turns in an effort to, you know, get out of the market at the top and then buy back in at the bottom. And these type of people typically manage their own money and they go on what they feel. And the minute you go on what you feel, your feelings will, take, will, will cause you all kinds of problems when it comes to money. So, you know, this is next to impossible in a normal market cycle, but it's really dangerous when trying to correlate inflation trends and market movement. Like it's really, really, it'll detriment your retirement and what you do. So be very careful before you make those moves. 
right? Like I say, September is historically, going back to 1928, the worst month in the stock markets. And from here on, things tend to tend to do well. So for example, you know, we look for you look for where spending opportunities are. So we know Halloween is coming up. I mean, we're in September, but we know Halloween's coming. We know Thanksgiving in the US and Canada is coming up. And then we know Christmas is here. So those are four or five things that are going to make us spend money, which means the markets tend to go up. There'll be some bumps for that. So yeah. like if we're we're saying we're bullish on chocolate right now is that is that potential I I'm, I'm not giving uh, investment advice but uh, if you if you want to buy chocolate bars Halloween is yeah. coming up <laughs> Well it's funny you know where where should people invest their money in a recession Now will we have a recession I mm-hmm. said many years ago many shows ago that I think we're already in it mm-hmm. and and once the news tell us that we're in it we're pretty much out of it so, so people have to decide, do they think we're in a recession or no? I don't feel like it. I don't think so. When I look out in the parking lots, in my office during the week, there's all kinds of fancy cars and so on, right? So, you know, the malls are jam-packed with people. So are we in a recession? I don't know. But if we are, where should we invest our money? So we need to look at sectors. I always say in these shows, don't, don't worry so much about your return. I mean, do worry, but, not, but look at how is my money invested? Where is it? What sectors are my money invested in? So in recessionary time, the sectors that tend to perform well are communication services, uh, consumer discretionary spending, consumer staples, energy, financials, healthcare, and industrials. So forget about time in the market. Make sure you're well positioned and you'll do well. So, you know, like I say, people that are listening, they get their statements, they rush to the bottom to see, you know, their returns, which is okay. I mean, you should, but look at the insides and the mechanism on how my money is invested, right? And you'll do well. So, how can I get ahead of inflation in retirement? What do I do? So, I think the biggest factor is planning and execution. Proper planning, and more importantly, execution of that plan is going to get you where you want to get to. You know, Chris, making impulsive decisions will lead to errors. And, you know, having a well-thought-out strategy is often the best ally for investors. We don't think so until something happens. We go, oh, man, I wish I would have sat down and thought about that, right? Um, So there's a few ways to get ahead. The one thing I think is to seek out a financial advisor, seek out not just an advisor, but a holistic advisor that really looks at what you have now. What is your life going to look like in the future? Right? So simple formulas like, you know, aim aim to have 80% of your pre-retirement income, um, you know, Maybe ignore certain factors that may happen. Look at things, how to alter your expenses, you know. Um, So I think a personalized, tailored approach is more likely to yield the results you're hoping for. And that is why authentic, meaningful advisor-client relations are so important. And what do I mean by that? I I mean by that by people should get away from the old way of just looking at their portfolios and having the advisors switch funds and this and that and do all those kind of things. Because if you're in your 60s, late 50s, 60s, 
You've already done all those things. You're in the wealth accumulation area, not the wealth accumulation. So your thinking and your approach of yourselves and the advisor has to change. So I think by us understanding your needs, your dreams, and worries, um, an experienced holistic advisor can listen, first of all, and help guide you, guide you and your loved ones towards your goals. Because it's one thing to build wealth and go through the ups and downs of the markets and whatever happened in your life as you get there. But how do I transfer the wealth to my kids? How do I use my money for myself and enjoy it? How do I, you know, so things, for example, like the conversations, what I'm finding now with clients that are older, meaning in their, in their 60s and so on, is we talk about, you know, do they have plans on downsizing, right? You're finding that happening a lot now. You know, will you spread your wings as a snowboard? Like, would you go to Florida? I don't know what, what you want to do. You have to think about those things. Because in your 40s and 50s, you, you really didn't think about it. As you hit that magical 55, 60 years old, these are things that I'm finding that people are starting to worry about. Right? So when you talk about being a holistic advisor, uh, you're talking about not just looking at stocks going up and down and I'm just going right. to move you into this product yeah. or move you out of this fund and into another fund. It's taking a look at those things that you're doing in your life, like you've mentioned. Hmm. Am I planning on downsizing? Am I planning on spending more time down south? Am I uh, planning on, when do I plan on retirement? Do I still have kids living at home that I need to take care of as well? Do I have parents who are moving back in that I have to take care of as well? There's all those things that you have to take into account when you don't, not to mention other things like, do I plan on buying a boat? How often right. do I like to go golfing? Those <laughs> sorts of things, that's part of that plan. And I haven't even touched on the um, insurance and life insurance and exactly. and all those things. That's all part of being a holistic advisor. Yeah, I mean, it's changed. Our role, I've been here for 30 years, and our role has really changed. And the advisors have changed their the way they think about what happens. Clients, I think, will perform better. Like, think about it, you know. Um, some of the questions that we ask or the clients are asking or we're asking them is, are you going to help your child buy their first house? You know, does your cottage need a facelift? You know, does your family have a history of health issues? Because if they do, maybe when you're in your 70s or 80s, you might face those things as well. So that's really different than buying this stock and that stock and selling it and so on and so forth, right? So, so each of these details will move the needle on what you need to fund the lifestyle you're hoping to create. And not only to create it, but sustain it. Because again, the average man, they say lives till what, 83 or something. So we're living longer into retirement. In fact, some people will live longer into retirement than in their working years. So do you have, do you have a plan for all those things, right? So once, once you have a well-defined written plan the next step is sticking to it so many people don't do that many people have a knee-jerk reaction you know we said there's jerks in the world well what i mean is knee-jerk people at the knee-jerk reaction you don't need to do that you need to sit and thought out your plans with your financial advisor if you don't have an advisor go and get one i'm not the only one but call me if you want but go seek one and if you have an advisor have these conversations with them 
is very, you know, we can overlook a lot of these things. So, you know, use, use simple and use simple concepts. Don't complicate your life. You know, you know, saving on a regular basis can help you ward off inflation pressures, right? You know, if you put a little bit away every month, no matter what happens, maybe reduce it a bit if things are, things are tough. And, and, you know, maybe schedule automatic transfers from your, you know, 20% of your checking account into your savings, 10%, 15%, whatever it may be. But try and do something like that and have some consistent plan, right? Maybe maybe nurture your spending habits now because of the prices of lettuce, bread, gas, and everything else. Maybe maybe take a little pause if you can. Not not to you know stop, but take a little pause and, and reassess. So so I think you know uh, you add to your investment. If you add to your investment capital, it will grow over time. There's a saying that says a little from a little equals a lot. So it's not all the stuff you got to rush out and do. Just take a very simple approach to your life, and you'll be good. Don't overcomplicate things. I find many people sometimes people come to see me. And and they have no idea what they have. Sometimes we we overcomplicate our lives, you know. Um, so you can spend, you can safely spend money for the rest of your life and feel, and don't feel guilty if you do these things properly. And you know what? I always say we live in Canada. We live, in my opinion, we live in the best country in the world where we have CPP, old age, we have GIS. You know, many companies in Canada have used to have anyways great pension plans and we have very a lot of things available to us to save money rsps i'm not a big fan of rsps but rsps tfsas a lot of things you can do to help you um, get to where you want to get to so you know time may bolster inflation but it can also work to your advantage and to grow your net worth so i guess they weren't kidding when they said that uh time is money <laughs> Right. Which is true. If you talk to people. Yeah. So uh, we'll continue talking a little bit about that. I think that uh, you touched on something there uh, as you're rolling through uh, Kelvin talking about, you know, being able to have a good plan so that you can rest and spend guilt free. And I think that that is something that a lot of people in inflationary times haven't had to think about in a long time. Uh, you know, in a time of abundance, you don't necessarily think about those things like, ah, do, can I, do I need to, can I spend this money? Can I afford to buy this food for my family? <laughs> that's the kind of thing you don't want to have to worry about. And that's why it's important to have a holistic financial advisor on your side. We'll continue talking to Kelvin, the money guy about how inflation is affecting your retirement and how you can overcome some of the challenges that are ahead of us, how a financial advisor can help you make sure that you're getting the best of your money during these inflationary times. If you don't have a financial advisor or you need a second opinion, you can go to Kelvin's website. It's askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. And you click on the schedule call link and you pick a time and date of your choosing when you can sit down and have a conversation about your life and your money. You can give him a call too on the phone, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. 
whole lot more with Kelvin the Money Guy talking about inflation and your retirement on your life, your money here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Good Sunday morning and welcome to Your Life, Your Money. This is Your Life, Your Money with Chris Creston. I am the radio guy, but you're here for the money guy. That is Kelvin, the money guy. You can go to his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. Now, some guys have a car guy. Some people have a pool guy. Some people have a food guy. We have a money guy. And it's important to have those people in your corner to make sure that you've got those things that you don't really know that much about. Hey, you know, it, it, if, if you're like me, you, you, you like to pretend you know a lot about some things, but you don't necessarily, you're not an expert. You can be a jack of all trades, but it's important to get the right person in your corner to really knows the details when it's something as important as your finances. Uh, your savings and your retirement. And uh, that's something we've been talking about today is how inflation is affecting your retirement and how to overcome or to how to get on top of those issues. And Kelvin, you know, going back to sort of how we started the show, we're, we're talking about inflation affecting your retirement. Now it affects different people in different ways. How exactly is inflation affecting? affecting so many people's retirements. So before I answer, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a mm-hmm. couple of personal questions about sure. now that football is starting, who do you pick to win the Super Bowl and <laughs> hockey will be starting. Who you, well, I know who you're going to pick to win the Stanley Cup. Oh, Calvin, you had to, you had to <laughs> ask me that. You had to ask yeah. me that. I think, you know, that I'm always going to say the same thing for hockey. It's going to be, th- yes. it's the Leafs. <laughs> this is the year. Um, and one of these years I'm going to be right. I cannot <laughs> give up hope. I can, there's, e- even when they're terrible, I can find a way to say, well, th- they'll pull it off. The diamonds in the rough, they will scrap through. <laughs> and listen, they're able to get, uh, uh, Matthews still on the lineup. We've, we've got yeah. a, decent team on the ice still and uh <laughs> some nice additions so i i'm gonna say that this is the year as i <laughs> knock on something that slightly resembles wood and football you know my uh I, my my patriots, patriots have won yeah. enough they've won enough <laughs> but I'd, I'd like for my dad if, if i could have a wish that it uh. would be that for for my father that the bills would win the Super Bowl, and they again, this they got This might be the year. This yeah. might be the year. And I, if anyone says this is the year, as much as Leaf fans do, it's Bills fans. It's so, <laughs> well, I think if uh, I think if Buffalo wins the Super Bowl, the Leafs will probably win the Cup as well. <laughs> exactly, and hell will freeze over, and yeah. pigs will fly, and all those other things. And so maybe I'll win the lottery. Show, <laughs> well, we did a show in uh, in. Probably February and March, I guess we'll know who won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and we'll replay, and we'll go back to this day, September 10th in June. <laughs> right? It'll be big. That'll be a yeah. roll. I will be. Yeah. I will be on cloud nine. It doesn't yeah, matter where my where my retirement savings are when it comes to yeah. that. I'll be. I. I will. It'll be safe to say I would have blown all my money on swag and or. <laughs> 
tickets to go see some sporting events if that if that had happened <laughs> but I if you want to spend your money guilt free and you want you you want to make sure that you've got some money so you can take uh your kids or maybe your parent to see the uh once in a lifetime winning of the bills winning the super bowl or the <laughs> leafs winning the stanley cup you got to have a financial advisor in your corner and that's why we're talking to kelvin the money guy yeah and uh you know, um, stranger things have happened. We've seen a lot of unprecedented things uh, from you know, record mm. low interest rates to the fastest increase of interest rates yeah. in Canadian history, all due to inflation. So uh, stranger things have happened. Mm -hmm. Where do we so sit for, okay. for our retirement? Yeah. yeah so, so how can a financial advisor help? Yeah. To, to uh, build, you know, the... To withstand the impact of inflation in your retirement or you, when you're planning to retire or you're just starting out in the workforce, how can an advisor really help you? In fact, people that are listening that are maybe starting their career, maybe in their you know, late 20s, 30s, whatever, go and get an, an advisor. I relate it to golfing. If, if when I first started to golf, I had gone and get a coach, I would have done maybe still the same, but maybe a little bit better. So it's the same thing with your money. Get someone, an advisor, to help you plan your money life. And if they do so, by you know, if you're 30, by the time you're 50, you're doing living well. But if you're 50, by the time you're 65, you're doing you're doing really well. Because we we're an outsider looking in. We have no emotions attached to you, right? So, you know, I think by taking time to build a relationship. Uh, with not only a primary income earner, but their children as well, you personalize your financial plan that can give you a head, give them a head start and help you into what you want to go. What do I mean by that? I mean by what I mean by that is have a well-defined written plan with your advisor. And don't just put it away. Revisit every quarter or every six months. Revisit where you were, where you're going. And if you do those things, you'll be, you know, you won't worry too much about um, things that go that goes on in the world. So although it's impossible to influence, you know, economic or market conditions, there are three factors, you know, that I think that are when you could that are within your control. You know how how you decide to save or invest, the time you give. You, the time you give that stuff to appreciate the investments, whatever you may have, and helping your children get ahead in life. Those are, thing, are the three important things, I think, where a financial advisor will help you succeed not only today, in the future, and help your kids carry on a great life. So things that will help you to uh, you know, sustain what you've done and help you understand about your money. Help help you understand how your money works. Like I say, not just picking portfolio. I'm not pick portfolios and manage money and so on. That that's given to the portfolio managers. That's what their job is. My job is to sit down and listen to you, you know, and 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 really listen to what you want. And what are some of your risks? What's gonna bug you with your money? Right? You know, how do you feel if you make 7%, but more importantly, how do you feel if you lose 7%? So once we can address a bunch of those things, then your money life becomes uh, becomes a little bit easier, right? 
So like we say, the show is about living your living your your life forward and your money life backwards, determining what your risks are. And once you establish that, that's a benchmark, then you then you're okay. Then you're okay to go, whatever that may be. And for you and I, Chris, it's different. For everyone, it's different. So that's where listening to your where the advisor has to listen to the client, what you want and what's gonna bug you, right? And move on from there. I think understanding that is so important when you are talking about making sure that you have sort of the right plan, understanding what's going to bug you, understanding what's going to make you happy and understanding how you're going to cope with the ups and downs of those plans. If you don't have a plan or you want to get uh, someone in your corner to help tweak your plan, visit askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N.ca. Or you can give them a call at 416 457 7526. That's 416 457 plan. Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more of your life, your money continuing on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here on 640 Toronto. I am Chris Creston. I'm joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy, one of the top financial advisors in the country. You can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. Or you can give him a ring on the old-fashioned telephone device, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And we're talking today about how inflation is affecting your retirement and how Kelvin can help you and how having a holistic financial advisor can help you get through some of those uncertain times to make sure that you're on top and you don't have to worry so much about your money so you can get on with living your life. That's what the show is all about. And uh, Kelvin, uh, before we had to take a quick break, we were talking about how a financial advisor can help you deal with this and make sure that your retirement is still moving smoothly or building smoothly even during an inflationary time. Yeah, so we're all individuals. Everybody has their different wishes and dreams and goals and risks and all that kind of stuff. So a financial advisor, especially in these times, you know, will have a personalized, personalized tailored approach um, to what you want. So I think an authentic, meaningful advisor relationship is really valuable at times like this. So, you know, before we make or I do anyways, before you we make any type of investment decision, we need to understand your needs, right? Uh, do I need my money today or five years or 10 or 15 years from now? Like, what are some of your dreams? You know, like you were talking about that boat, you know, um, the Stanley Cup we're talking about, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> and worries, you know, um, you know, so an experienced holistic advisor, and I, and I, that word holistic, you know, it means a lot of things, but to me, it means well-rounded, not just only portfolio, but how are you living your life? What's the tax implication that you're going to be? What's your biggest fear? So we listen and we, and we help you guide you and your loved ones towards your goals and their goals. And I think that's, that's what you you want your advisor to do anybody can go and buy a mutual fund or a investment or a stock on the internet these days right there's all these wealth simple and all this stuff being on the internet but i think where you where you really get ahead 
um, in your life is speaking to a real person and understanding what you want. And that's where the financial advisor really comes in. Like I said in the beginning of the show, you know, are you planning on downsizing? You want to sell that big house and move to Florida? You want to help your kids buy a house? Um, you know, one thing that we don't think about is our family history of health. Does my parents or whatever have, you know, dementia? Will I get that? Uh, cancer, whatever. So try and figure it out. Not that you're going to get it, mm-hmm. but, you know, maybe see, maybe there's a chance. I don't know. But 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 try and plan out for those things. And that's where we really jump ahead is as financial advisors, you know, on your lifestyle. What kind of lifestyle do you want? What do you have now? And what would you like in the future? Would you like the same lifestyle? I think many people will. Um, so how am I going to create and sustain that? So whatever, you know, you have to, you have to create your, whatever you want to do, but it also has to be sustainable through good times and bad times, through inflationary times and markets, highs and lows. Am I in the right place? Am I right position? And I think that's where the financial advisor really helps people to get to where they want to get to. And, you know, that's been my experience over the last, I would say, 25 years or so, is we really make a difference in people's lives. Go and reach out to an advisor and speak to them because they will help you to get where you And don't worry about the fees and the this and the that. I mean, everything, nothing is free. So you're paying mm-hmm. for something. Um, and, they, and, they, and they discuss with you what you're paying. So it's nothing like, you know... And, and you have to pay for something if you if you really want true value. They and you're going to get a better return when you pay. I think so. Well, we said that, uh, and, and it's proven that if you use an independent financial advisor, you typically earn about a 3% higher than on your own. And I think that's because you make knee-jerk reactions. Like I say, like I said, investors of, often try to predict market turns, Right. And in an effort to, you know, sell at the top, buy at the bottom. So get away from those kind of things. Go and find an advisor. If you don't have one, give me a call and, you know, we'll listen to some of these shows and you will actually pick up the phone and call us or call someone to help you get to where you want to get to in the next 5, 10, 15 years or so. Awesome. Thank you, Kelvin, for making us part of your Sunday. And thank you, everyone out there, for making us part of your Sunday. If you want to reach out to Kelvin, the number is 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's A-S-K-K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. Click on the schedule call link to book a time and date where you can speak to him or you can listen to past shows and so much more. That's askkelvin.ca. Thank you again, Kelvin, and thank you all of you out there for making us part of your Sunday. This has been your life, your money. Stay tuned to 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.